when children were small, we were living in Tungabi those days in Sydney. Um, every evening, Anna has had a tradition of reading Bible stories to children. So she sit in the, uh, sit by their bedside and they were sleeping in two rooms, but one room, all rooms were very, very close. So she used to sing, uh, read these stories loudly so bo from both rooms they could hear. Uh, as the years passed, children grew and uh, Prashant missed a lot of those stories. And the other day I thought, I felt guilty about not uh, reading to him enough stories. So I said, Prashant, come, let us sit together and read a Bible story. So he chose a story. It was the story of Isaac. Then I thought more about Isaac uh, later, and uh, that inspired me to share this portion of the scripture to you. <coughs> that his story, um, uh, a portion of it we can read from Genesis chapter 26. God reveals himself in the scripture also as God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So today let us look into Genesis chapter 26 to hear something about Isaac. He went through various challenges in his life. He faced challenges of uncertain times. Uh, I, out of that, I decided to share four uh, episodes in his life. First of all, let us look the time of famine he faced. The verse 1 starts with, and there was a famine in the land. A famine means that is the time where people have even shortage of food. And looking back in Isaac's life, Isaac was born into a very rich family. His father was very rich, very famous, very powerful. Um, he he was known to people and he was deeply respected, Abraham. And God also respected him very greatly. And now Isaac is going through famine. Um, he also going to suffer challenges. That time, what he did is written in verse 1. And, um, and Isaac went into Abimelech, king of Philistines, unto Gerar. So he went into Gerar. He was a rich man, and when one family has a challenge, it is easier to manage uh, compared to a position like his, because he has servants, and he has to look after those servants. He has folks and herds, he has to look after them, and he has position, he has to protect them. I remember a story my dad told me um, about his childhood, uh, childhood days. Uh, not younger years. By the younger years, my father, my because of my grandfather's hard work, they had a bit of land and they had a, a good um, uh, possession of um, rice farm. So during that time, there was a famine in the in the village, in the whole place. So those who cut the farm uh, the rice and they gather everything together and they had to transport it to one place to around six kilometers to bring to our farm. So my dad used, told me that particular year when they took the rice from the field to the house um, on a cart, 
they feared people will come and grab it um, because people didn't have enough food. So anybody had grain, people come, I want this, I want, they can just grab and take it away and go. So the, with fearfulness, they took from one place to another place, transported. So when famine comes, it is very difficult to protect your possessions. So here Isaac is walking uh, uh, with a lot of his possessions, which his father earned, and he had a lot of fear or anxiety um, because of the challenges of famine. But during this time, what Isaac did, he drew closer to God. How we know that? In verse 2, we hear that the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt, dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. In other words, he drew closer to God. So God drew closer to him. And God started guiding him what to do, what not to do. And he set boundaries for him. And uh, Isaac was a good, 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 um, good uh, man, and he trusted God. And in verse 6, if you read that, Isaac dwelt in Gerar. So throughout these challenging times, he just followed God's command, and he, he, he lived within the boundaries God set for him. And then, because he drew closer to God during these challenging times, what God did, he started giving great promises and assurance for him. Verse 3, he said, Lord said to him, And I will be with thee, and will bless thee, for unto thee and unto thy seed I will give all these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swear to Abraham thy father. God said, I am going to bless you, and bless your seed, and I am going to give this country and everything. And then he, he continued, Lord continued, I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven and will give unto thy seed all these countries and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. So God is repeating these promises to him. And because he drew closer to God in these challenging times, God is blessing him very richly. And even he, um, he God continued saying, and that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my law. Because of your father Abraham, he was very good in my sight. He obeyed my voice and kept my charge and my commandments and my statutes and my laws. So in other words, God is also telling Isaac, Isaac, you also walk like father Abraham, and I am going to bless you. And... Um, when he drew closer to God, God also blessed him with his promises. And Isaac was fearful for his safety and for safety of his wife uh, because he didn't know what kind of people around him. But God protected him miraculously in all these circumstances. And um, after some time, though uh, traditionally they are uh, shepherds and they are Riches mostly came from the animals, but what he's what we see in verse twelve, Isaac trusted God and started doing farming, bit of farming. Verse twelve. Then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year an hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. We don't know whether he did this job before, but he put one grain, and hundred came out of it. Hundred. 
So 100 times he made in that day. So if God bless, it can happen. I also remember one of these uh, things in my childhood. Uh, we had a bit of paddy farm and the neighbor also had paddy farms. So paddy farms are always together, small, small portion of paddy farms in the village. So I remember this, maybe I was in seventh standard or eighth standard that time. So the, the workers were reaping it and uh, keeping it and uh, the, my father was sitting um, and the neighbor also came and they were having lunch together. And then uh, he's telling, my father was a good farmer. <laughs> and uh, he was telling, the neighbor was telling to my dad, both of us uh, having neighboring farms and we both say, did same time of same type of seed both of us put. But see, your 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 field has uh, better yield than mine. So close both of us are uh, planted, but you know both of them were different quality of produce. So one did you know because he would have looked after it properly, so he got a better yield. So here. Uh, Isaac was very diligent in his farming and above everything, God blessed him. And because of that, one produced hundred. That, that year itself. So, because of God's blessing, that happened. And, and when we, uh, when God bless, things like that can happen. And verse 13 is interesting verse. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. What a beautiful verse. So because of God's blessing, the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. It is because of God's blessing. When God bless him, nobody can stop him. Because he drew closer to God and God blessed him. So in this challenging time of famine, the, 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 the chapter starts with famine and anxiety and all that. But by, by quarter of the uh, chapter, we can see that he became very great because he walked close with God. He, he was within the boundary of what God said. God said, be there, and he was there, and God blessed him. And secondly, we can see the time of rejection. <coughs> 20, chapter 26, verse 14. For he had possession of folks and possession of herds and great store of servants, and Philistines envied him. By that time, he had, uh, he had possessions of folks and possessions of herds and great store of servants by that time. He didn't do anything wrong. We, we find Isaac as a very humble man, uh, a remaining part of the chapter, we can understand some of his qualities later. But he was a very humble man. But just because he God blessed him and he became um, blessed, people started having envy upon him. And that caused the rejection. Verse 16. And Abimelech said unto Isaac, Go from us, for thou art much mightier than we. So in other words, they are asking him to go out or get out of the place. It would have been very painful for him because he was good. He didn't do anything wrong. If he had a lot of grain coming that particular year, definitely it would have been sold in the market and people could eat that. And 
his presence in that place was a blessing uh, in, um, uh, to many people. But just because of the envy, they asked him to go out of that place. So leaving a farm is not an easy thing. Uh, farm, you love the farm, you have to prepare the ground so much to make it proper. And you know, by the time you know everything, you, you start taking yield of it, then somebody asks you to go out, it's not easy. And now he is forced to go out of that place. But you can see the humility of Isaac here. He verse 17 says that Isaac departed from there. He didn't fight back. When he was asked to go, he went. And then he pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there. So he vacated the place and moved to another place. Now thirdly, <coughs> coming the time of strife, 26 verse 18, um, here talking about digging of wells. Um, where water is very important in the, in the villages. Uh, for farm, you need water. To feed cattle, you need water. Water is very, very precious. So digging water is so precious. Uh, getting even if even if you dig well, you may not get water always. Um, I have a bit of experience with this digging of well, and I'll show you a small. I tell you some small story about it when we were in northern part of India. Um, Ashaya, and Sneha, can you please put that picture? So this is a village. Uh, when we were in India in uh, 2007 to 11, we were in northern part of India working among some of the tribal groups. I will share that, those stories, God willing, in one of, the, one of the other time. But this is kind of village well, people, this is the, he, with that rope, he, this is the, the instrument, like you can see the rope and the pot and they put into the well and take the water out. There is no, no electricity in that place, so they have to do this way. So the how this is how they fill the water and just go next. See from that is the well behind. See people sitting there? Because um, that's the common place where all of them meet because people come to take water from there. And from there they take water like that and these men they put water in these uh, these things and then they cycle, see how many they have, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> see that pile of rocks there? Because the water was dried up, they dig it further, dig it further, and that is there. And they're trying to see out of that rope, water comes, it is very deep. And slowly, slowly, see that man sitting there. It was an extempore picture, but see that is the kind of clothes they can afford that time. And, and this is it. So we thought when we were there, we bore, bought an acre of land there and then we put a bore well in the nearby property. And um, I'll show you that. So not before this, the next one. So, okay, keep before one, put the weed. Uh, so before that, uh, okay. 
This is a video. This is stop, 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 stop a minute. This is Asha. <laughs> this is Neha. <laughs> this is Ayan. <laughs> this is me. Uh, because before, we, so we did the tube well, almost um, two tube wells we made. So first tube well was around uh, 700 feet deep and second one was 1,000 feet. That was the maximum you could dig. And when the water came, the tube, I don't, I didn't, I, I tried to find a picture of that, um, the final time when the water came, when we dig, people started crying when seeing the water. Um, because if we dig close to, these are the places they live, that is their houses. So this is the property we bought that time, like uh, with the help of so many friends. So that, that is a fence and there's a small road and after that is the houses. So, so people started crying when they saw the water. And what we did was we built a water tank, which you can see later. And, and we put water into that and e every evening and morning we supply water. So before supplying water, somebody pray <coughs> and then open the tap because 24 seven we can't give. So because of the availability of water and so many people, almost 100 plus houses. So, so many people. So you can see how how thirsty they are for water.
Couldn't, it was very old, so couldn't uh, find many of the pictures. So water is very precious in villages. And even if you dig water, it is, if you, even if you dig a well, it is not sure that you get the water. So here, Jacob is digging, digging uh, sorry, Isaac is digging well. And verse, nine, uh, 19, um, verse 19, and Isaac and servants dig the valley, and found there a well of springing water. In other words, a lot of water is coming. So the, the people were very happy and they coming and reporting that. And um, so they were very happy to have water uh, because their cattle have to drink and for farm it is needed. <coughs> Verse 20, and but what happened? The herdmen of Gerah did strive with Isaac's herdmen saying, the water is ours. And he called the name of the well Essek because they strove with him. In other words, if people try to dig well in various places, you don't get water. Um, in this particular place, for example, 20 nearby wells didn't, almost 20 of the wells didn't have water. By God's grace, we got water in that well we dig. Even if you dig, doesn't mean that you get water. So here, same story. Um, they found water and they were happy about it. But what happened? These people of Gerar came and they said, uh, we need this and they chased them away. So what Isaac's people did, they didn't fight for it. They, verse 21 says, they dig another well and strove for that also. And he called the name of it uh, Sitna. In other words, when the second, okay, if they are wanting to take it, let them take, and they moved to another place and digged another well, and they came for and fought for that also. So normally people get upset about it. You cannot dig a well in a day's time. In a tube well, you can do it in a day's time. But you cannot dig a well just like that. And, and for the second one also, they came and fought. And, and what? Isaac did. Here we can see the humility of um, Isaac. He removed from thence and dig another well. By God's grace, they didn't make fight for it. That's God's protection. In this challenging time, of course, Isaac knew whom he trusted and he showed humility and even in the middle of all these challenges, he trusted in the Lord and moved to another place and God gave him a, another well and he gave its name Rehoboth and he said, for now the Lord hath made room for us. So God made room for us and we shall be fruitful in the land. So he remembered God and God blessed him. So 
At the time of strife, thirdly, what we saw was, at the time of the strife, he was walking close with God. He was willing to suffer. And in the beautiful verse of 26, verse 24, where Lord appeared unto him in the same night and said, I am the God of Abraham, thy father. Fear not, for I am with thee, and will bless thee and multiply thy seed for my servant Abraham's sake. What else you need? Even if you have two or ten wells, it doesn't, it doesn't compensate this kind of a blessing. What a blessing God gave to him. Because he, at this time of strife, he showed godly values. And fourthly, <coughs> the time for reconciliation. 26 verse 26. And Abimelech went to him. Um, the king, Abimelech, is coming to visit Isaac. And three people coming with him. One is his close friend. We don't know who that person is. And second is chief captain of his army. So three of them are coming to meet Isaac. And verse 27, uh, Isaac is talking to them. Isaac is telling, Wherefore come ye unto me, ye to me, seeing ye hate me, and have sent me away from you. I know you hate me, and you send me away. And why you have come to see me? And then they replied, we saw certainly that the Lord was with you. So though he didn't fight for it, he didn't do many things for it, these people were observing it and they, they found that God is with him. And they wanted to make a covenant with him. And he could have despised them, he could have told bad about them, but um, he asked them to stay back. And verse 30 say, in verse 30, he made them a feast and they ate and drank. Think of the things they did to him and what he's doing in compensation. And he made peace with them. And, <coughs> and they rose up uh, in the morning and served one another and Isaac sent them away, and they departed from him in peace. What a beautiful story. And, and, and uh, 26 verse 32 and 33. And it came to pass the same day, Isaac's servants came and told him concerning the well which they had digged, and said unto him, We have found water. They have been digging another well, because they need more water. And they came and said, we found water. And God blessed him. And in all these things, Isaac walked very, very uh, close with God. And that was the reason for his blessing. Of course, he had his own challenges in his life. Um, but he walked close with God. And <coughs> in all these four instances, uh, at the time of famine, at the time of rejection, at the time of strife, and at the time of making an opportunity for reconciliation, he walked close with God. And may good God bless us also to walk godly in our small life.